It's Monday. It's Memorial Day. And it's McCorbyreal Day. It's easy. Easy. (laughs) Managed to slide it in there. No problem. (laughs) Couldn't picture the smoothest entrance right there. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty smooth. They call me Mr. Peanut Butter, <laughs> or Mr. Peen for short. I they do. It's very awkward to be with him in public. Everybody knows me <laughs> as Chunky Peen. <laughs> Just screaming from the rooftops. Italian women out their windowsills. It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> there goes screaming Peen. Coming on the inside track. <laughs> it's a horse name, right? It is now. All right. <laughs> if it wasn't before, if we can pull enough listener right, money, Slinging <laughs> Dingers is gonna. <laughs> what can we get? With, what kind it. of horse can we get with our Patreon money? Uh, ooh, um, <laughs> a rocking horse, maybe. I don't know. They're kind of expensive. If they're made out of real wood. Plus the lumber That's shortage true. now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know if any listeners are not in the U.S. <laughs> but lumber. If you're trying to build a house, is fucking expensive. 35 grand minimum uh, on just the lumber cost alone. Dude, my mom was looking at sheds, which is a wildly boring topic, but she was looking at sheds and like the, she tried to buy the same one uh, my uncle had for like, he bought it for... Is shed an acronym for super hot educated daddy? Yeah. And turns out uh, <laughs> okay. they, they are really, <laughs> for some reason, the market's in tune with lumber and a super hot yeah. educated daddy was just... <laughs> Hey, wood is wood, baby. My uncle got his cheap. (laughs) Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. We talk about spooky stuff, and Darcy usually says this part. But uh, yeah, we talk about the creepiest, spookiest, scariest stuff. Sometimes it's true crime. (laughs) Sometimes it's cryptids. Sometimes it's sometimes it's Scones' mother uh, buying sheds. Yeah, and uh, is with me, Scones, and Darius Darcy, (laughs) or AKA AKA (laughs) Chunky Bean. And we know you're probably sitting there sipping on a nice drink in the sun on this beautiful Memorial Day. Hopefully you don't have to work. If you do, uh, thank you. If you do, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but I don't. So later we're going to the pool. So each week one of us brings a scary topic and the other one has no idea what it is. And this week, Darshan, Darcy. Darshan, Chunky Peens bringing the old topic, Topiquino. Give me that top of Queeno. To the Epicito. Yeah, this week, uh Despacito. I thought I thought let's let's do a documentary on the making of Despacito. Despacito. Yeah, there are. was a lot of deaths. Yeah, there's shady. a lot of extra <laughs> <laughs> There is a lot of behind the scenes on that one. You're gonna want to watch the 14 DVD set of the we behind the scenes of Despacito. Five minutes onto one DVD. <laughs> <laughs> We have no idea how much a DVD can hold. But we didn't want to push it. <laughs> we played it yeah, we played it safe. <laughs> played it really safe. Very safe. Uh welcome. I know you're probably like, hey, spooky stuff now? Uh, you got a minute nah, and ten I'm seconds not ready. before we get to that. <laughs> we got we got five minutes of screwing around times before we hop in. Because we don't have ads, so that's that's the trade off. Yeah. Oh, uh, we can just do a minute of silence right now. <laughs> I thought we were going to go the full minute for a second. <laughs> I wanted to. I really did. I really wanted to. Anyway, guys. All right. You've you've paid your toll. You've paid the punishment. Be thankful that toll is not as expensive <laughs> as lumber. 
as Lombard's boy. Have we told you? Yeah, really quick callback. We're beating that horse. The horse. Uh, the oh, <laughs> beating pee. that, beating that chunky pee. Chunky pee. Dude, we're beating the callback. Our chunky peens. <laughs> um. Okay. So holy shit. <laughs> We're never going to get there. We might not. And this could be the last episode. (laughs) Happy Memorial Day. So this is a listener suggestion. (gasps) This episode's a listener suggestion. So thank you so much to our listeners. Guys, if you have your own suggestions for episodes, send them on over on Twitter or Instagram or our website. Any of them. Call us. Call in. We should set up a line. We should set up a burner phone line. We should just give him your phone number. I'm going to go buy like a cricket wireless phone <laughs> and just leave voicemails and we'll play them on the air. That's not a bad idea. You were going to get calls being like, this phone is only for emergencies. I'm going to be like, but ma. Ma, I wanted to play doodle jump. Wow, that's, you'd sound yeah, so that's, old. <laughs> I know. I haven't used a phone in 10 years. Shout out to doodle jump. A doodle jump. So this episode is brought to us by left-sided Twix and also a Patreon member I thought, by the name of Sir Corny. What? I thought their username was left-sided Twix. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be incredible. I just saw that. Have you seen the tweet where it's like me in a room blindfolded? A woman in a lab coat hands me a Twix. I take a bite. Left. She marks it down. 367 consecutive correct guesses. <laughs> I don't. I just think it's really funny. I like it a lot. Anyway, this is Sir Corny Neck, Patreon listener. Check out the Patreon if you want extra bonus content, like our Despacito behind the scenes DVDs. A must have. He hit us with a, a little suggestion, and I had to jump all over this after reading it because it's got all of the Massachusetts flavor you could ask for, and as two Bean Town ballers, Hey-o. as we are. <laughs> self-referential listen we got celtics winning the other night or winning last night we got the the bruins smoking the capitals dude it's it's being town again baby so this episode is about the tragic unsolved case of the lady of the dunes <gasps> lady of the dunes lady of the dunes band band that is alt-right, apparently. Oh, yeah. I forgot we made that. I forgot. That, about, yeah, that bit turned a, into a cannon. Yeah. They're, yeah, that's cannon. So, they're uh, not great to be around. Play us. <laughs> no, they have trucks and flags. Guys, <laughs> play us in. <laughs> All right, scones. So, the Lady of the Dunes. We got ourselves in all this interesting article, classic, by Natasha Ishak. Shout out to you, Natasha. Natasha. This is a classic Natasha like subject. She kills these when she covers these. Yeah, Daniel Tosh is my favorite. All that's interesting. I love Daniel Tosh's work. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So on July, okay, here we go. Strap in. Get all the get all your giggles out. Giggles are gone. Now it's dude. time for the spooky stuff. I sold all my giggles to pay for my lumber. 
Dude, Giggle is my favorite altcoin. Alt-right coin, the band. So on a July morning in 1974, a girl playing with a neighborhood dog along the Race Point Dunes in Provincetown, Massachusetts, stumbled upon a horrifying sight. The nude, disfigured body of a dead woman sprawled out amid the sand and brush. That's... Th- hold on stop the whole presses stop the recording all right Band. all right we've Play come to a stop 10 seconds in just reading the intro screenplay to jaws i've seen this movie dude. you can't you can't it's pull it funny over my you eyes. say that because wait like two minutes <laughs> okay we can record again hit the button <laughs> engineer our the engineer would- do we have an engineer is that canon <laughs> Uh, I don't think we have an engineer. I think that's un. I think people. I wonder if people think we have an engineer. I hope they do. I hope they're like, oh, their engineer is a giant spider. Yeah, and he's got a big old butt. Yeah, and multiple <laughs> hands to work them <laughs> dials. Yeah, but mostly we talk about his butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> the woman was young and white, with pink painted nails and a glittery hairband holding back her auburn-colored ponytail. Beneath her head, which was nearly decapitated by a sickening gash, was a pair of blue jeans. Her hands were missing, and in place of them were piles of pine needles. What? Like, yeah, where her hands would be, they just put pine needles. It's not like in place of them were two spatulas or something. (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, this is just as weird in my opinion. It looks like a squirrel, like, gathered up pine needles and just left the pile where her hands are. Yeah, I don't know why whoever left them there was like, this will throw them off the trail of the rest (laughs) of the dead body. I'm the pine needle murderer. (laughs) Murderer. Murderer. So... Investigators could neither identify the woman nor any suspect. She became known as the Lady of the Dunes, and her case has never been solved. I think Jane Dune would have been a better name, but... Jane Dunes? Yeah, like Jane Doe, but for Dunes. Oh, I see what you're talking about. We used to smoke Jane Dunes down on the quad back in college, bro. Dude, I was down at the skate park, and I fucking nailed a sick Jane Dune. (laughs) Bro, I... (laughs) I did a pine needle handy <laughs> off the fucking grind. <laughs> Straight into a Jane Dune. Straight into a Jane Dune, bro. It was such a P-Town banger. It's pretty sick, dude. You can check it out on my Instagram. Like, <laughs> Probably going to get signed pretty soon. Yeah, that's whatever. Went for Tony Hawk to call me. Um, so, so now new forensic technology could be the key to unraveling this twisted tale. As 12-year-old Leslie Metcalf, her family, and a group of friends' dogs walked back to the province land visitor center after a day of hiking, one of the dogs suddenly became agitated and excited. Ooh. It shot off. Yeah. It shot off, and Metcalf followed. Then she came upon the heart-stopping sight of the Lady of the Dunes. The corpse was found on the sand face down on a beach towel, about 15 feet from the nearest access road. Her head the left side of which had been completely crushed, rested on a pair of folded wranglers and a blue bandana. It was altogether appallingly clear that she had been murdered. Investigators estimated that the woman, somewhere between 25 and 35 years old, had been dead for at least 10 days and perhaps as long as three weeks. Upon closer examination, investigators determined that the head injury, caused by an object like a military entrenchment tool, had likely killed the young woman. Authorities also found that the victim had been sexually assaulted after death by some kind of wooden block. No. Not great. She had an athletic build and even some of her teeth, and even though some of her teeth were missing, investigators determined that she had pricey, quote, New York-style dental work. 
<laughs> which included several golden crowns. Even in was this in the way crime scene investigation, Boston versus New York. This is in the seventies. This was seventy four. Oh, okay. I was like, that sounds like a, like a forties. Like, look at these teeth. She has to be rich. Mm-hmm. Or she brush mm-hmm. real New York style dentistry. I bet she could read too. <laughs> Despite these details, the identity of the Lady of the Dunes eluded them, especially because without her hands, she had no fingerprints on which to be identified. Wait, isn't that what the teeth are for? Haven't we already gone over this? I also had that thought, and I'm wondering if... I would assume by the 70s they had dental forensics, I think. They they just run the forensics on the needles. They just pull up, like, this here it could be. It's just a picture of a tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, uh, okay, it must be Mr. Sycamore. We know it was either Sycamore, this holiday wreath, (laughs) (laughs) or a white northern pine. (laughs) Investigators Investigators consequently began to refer to the victim as the Lady of the Dunes. It was a horrific, brutal murder, said former Provincetown Police Chief Jeff Jaron, who became the town's fourth police chief. To investigate the murder. Wow. Wait, yeah. four chiefs came and went? Four chiefs came and went. I mean, it's unsolved still. Dang. Good on them. Stank. Not like being like, hey, cold case, don't worry about it. The chief comes yeah. in and he's like, you yeah, know exactly. what? I'm fucking finding out who Jane Dune is. Jane Dune. It would be awful for any time, any place, but for the Cape, for Provincetown, said the chief. Provincetown, after all, was better known for its popularity with artists and flourishing community of LGBTQ plus people, and not for murder. <laughs> Which is true. Provincetown's a, f- a fun-ass town. Yeah, I like P-Town a lot. And Anthony Bourdain got his start uh, in P-Town, washing dishes at the Lobster Pot. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. He has a whole episode about it in, like, the opiate epidemic. It's really sad. Oh, Wonderful. <laughs> Anything for you, I, th- baby? Some of the <laughs> some of the best karaoke I've seen is P Town. You got some good stuff. So almost fifty years later, the victim known as the Lady of the Dunes is still unidentified, but a number of theories have emerged over the decades. One woman from Maryland contacted local police because she suspected the victim was her sister, who had recently moved to Boston and vanished. But that lead was inconclusive. At one point, investigators suspected that the Lady of the Dunes could be Rory Jean Kessinger, a known drug dealer and bank robber. Physically, Kessinger resembled the victim, and she had escaped from the Plymouth County Correctional Facility in Massachusetts the year before the woman's body was found, but a DNA test from Kessinger's mother did not match the unidentified woman. But one of the oddest theories yet about the Lady of the Dunes, Here we and this go. goes back to, to what you were saying, Scones. Oh, heck yeah. This cropped up in 2015 when the son of Stephen King, author Joe Hill, speculated that she was actually an extra in the 1975 hit film Jaws. Ooh. Wait, Stephen King has a son named Joe Hill? You don't know Joe Hill? I don't know Joe Hill. Well, I mean, it's like, that's his, uh, he's an author. That's his, like, writer name. Is he a spooky author? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Hey, Joe. Yeah. I know he's listening. <laughs> hey, Joe, I know you listen. Yeah, he's listening. Are you kidding me? He's all about it. Tell your dad about us. <laughs> <laughs> He'll notice that a woman captured in the background of one of the film scenes matched the victim's description. She also appeared to be wearing a pair of jeans and a blue bandana, two items that were found at the crime scene. This would be so boss. If, if, she, if like, it was linked. just a... I, 
Listen, I love Listen. the movie Jaws a lot. Yeah. I love Narragansett beer because of the movie Jaws. Of the movie Jaws. A lot. I love harpoons. I have because. a skateboard deck with Captain Quint on it drinking a beer. I love Jaws, and I really hope this is it. I need this. I need this. I need this. <laughs> it was a wild theory, but not a totally implausible one. Jaws was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, only a few hours away from Provincetown. But Jaws producers had not recorded the names of any extras. Retired Staff Sergeant Warren Tobias, who chased the Lady of the Dunes' identity for 20 years, was skeptical of this theory. There were probably hundreds of thousands of women who dressed that way in the 1970s, he said. The identity of the Lady of the Dunes killer has also remained a mystery. In 1987, more than a decade after the Lady of the Dunes was found, a Canadian woman came forward with a bizarre confession. She believed the unidentified woman was someone she had witnessed her father strangle while visiting Provincetown in the 70s. Canadian authorities passed on the information to the Massachusetts police, but by the time they tried to reach the woman to corroborate her story, she had moved away. Wait, she saw her father strangling this lady? That's what she says. And then they're like, hey, we're going to follow really up. And she's like, oh, situation. I moved. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> New area it's code like, with uh, this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 2000, imprisoned murderer Haddon Hayden. Uh, oh, wait, no, hold on. Holding coffee. Yeah. Some suspected Irish mob boss James Whitey Bulger could be the killer. Witnesses claimed that they saw him with a woman matching the Lady of the Dunes description. That's Bulger probably had even removed- it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Massachusetts? It's probably Whitey. Yeah. Bulger had even removed the teeth of one of his female victims in the past, yet he was never a formal suspect. Which, okay. This is what I'm saying when I'm like, we got all the Massachusetts. We got, we got P-Town. We got Cape Cod. We got murder. We got sharks. We got pine needle hands. We got sharks. We got Whitey Bulger. We got Nomar Garcia Parra is the primary suspect. No. We got Pedro Martinez, greatest pitcher of all time. <laughs> In 2000, imprisoned murderer Haddon Clark confessed to killing the woman known as the Lady of the Dunes, but Clark's confession was suspect as he lived with paranoid schizophrenia, and investigators determined that he couldn't be trusted. They also found no evidence linking him to the crime. I wonder how often police have to deal with that. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, so, but also at the same time, it's like, okay, so if he is telling the truth, we would never know because he's a paranoid schizophrenic. So like, you're just damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. You know? Like, don't you have to kind of take it seriously? Like, if you knew details? Yeah, I'm like, how much? Yeah, I was going to say if. But now, especially, like, any asshole with Reddit can be like, oh, I figured out this crime, this unsolved crime, yeah. and, like, go just bug the Schizophrenic people? <laughs> well, no, no, no. But, like, any, literally, there's so many people I know that, like, yeah, or not, yeah. I guess, who I don't know. Call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, people constantly call the police. who are out there that just want to be, like, involved in it. Yeah, they want to put themselves in the, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Especially with all the podcasting and like true crime podcasts, where oh, people are like, "Oh, for sure, there's money to be me, made." You can just be like, sure "Hey, give me that Lisa Netflix. mattress." <laughs> sure <laughs> Looking is at you, Squarespace Netflix documentary series. So ultimately, the Lady of the Dunes was buried at St. Peter's Cemetery in October of 1974. Her tombstone reads, "Unidentified female body found Race Point Dunes," which is sad. Yeah, you'd think there'd be, like, a sermon or something on it related to, like, I don't know. 
unidentified yeah, I, yeah. deaths. I don't know. Something. Twice. Not just like something that bo- technical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unidentified woman. She's dead. It's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, Gravestone. <laughs> um, twice her body has been exhumed to obtain DNA evidence, but the examinations have so far revealed nothing. Today, forensic investigators use high-tech tools to analyze cold cases, and they hope to solve some old mysteries like the identity of the Lady of the Dunes this way. You sounded like a PBS documentary, like on like a crime show. But today's yeah, modern today. technology, and then they have like the today, stock video. Forensic in investigators <laughs> use high-tech tools to analyze cold cases. They hope to solve old mysteries like the identity of the Lady of the Dunes. And you're like walking along the beach with like a forensic yes. scientist. <laughs> After this, watch. I don't know what's on PBS. Sesame Street, baby. Brought to you by viewers like you. Yeah. I was always so confused by that because I remember being a kid and that would they would they would play that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> am I paying for this? I was a kid I like, like ah, you're welcome. <laughs> like me, you say. So the face of the Lady of the Dunes has been reconstructed multiple multiple times. The first reconstruction was a clay model, while other sketches of the mysterious woman's face were made in later years as technology advanced. In 2006, age regression drawings of the woman were made. In 2010, then-police chief of Provincetown, Jaron worked with forensic analysts from the National Center for Missing and Exploiting Children and the Smithsonian's National Museum of History to re-examine the case of the Lady of the Dunes. Placing the victim's skull in a CT scanner, the team was able to build a possible image of her face. In 2019, investigators announced that they sought to re-examine the case using new techniques of combining DNA analysis with genealogical family tree building sites, which is how they've caught many people, such as the Night Stalker. Yeah. By the way, fuck you. What's his name? Richard Ramirez? No, that's the uh, that's this is this is the OG Night Stalker. Richard Ramirez was also the Night Stalker, but there was a Night Stalker before Richard Ramirez. Oh, right. Went un. Caught for decades until they used genealogical feet family tree building sites like 23andMe to match to his like niece or something like that. doesn't matter. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. This method was famously used to identify the Golden State Killer in California. There you go. Oh, there it is. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, quote, we're going to examine everything that we can with respect to what's left of the remains, said Cape and Islands District Attorney Michael O'Keefe. New technology could deliver answers, but for now, the truth behind the life and death of the Lady of the Dunes will remain a mystery, mystery, mystery. That's not satisfying. No, but we knew from the beginning of this that it is unsolved. She's the extra in Jaws. That's mine. That's where I'm going. <laughs> that's that's your you're convinced. Yep. I think that. Uh, <laughs> See you later. I mean, I'm it's, gone. <laughs> scones, scones, scones. Um, I think the Lady of the Dunes is, it's funny because they've pulled in so many crazy theories, like Jaws and Whitey Bulger. James Whitey Bulger. Like, I feel like if you're a police officer and there's a murder, you're like, is it Whitey Bulger? And people are like, oh, he's he's dead now. And you're like, are we sure it's not Whitey Bulger, though? Because... <laughs> This is Massachusetts. There, he, it's a dead body on a beach in Massachusetts. It's probably Whitey Bulger. <laughs> it's probably Whitey Bulger's ghost, at least. They're like, I don't think I don't think it's Whitey Bulger's ghost either. I went to Hale Gang. 
Dude, sh- shout out to the Winter Hill Gang. I wonder how <laughs> sponsors like, of this episode. The um, the age like technology, how that yeah shook out. Because I was actually, it's weird you brought that up. Because like last week, I was surfing the internet, and I think it was I was on- murdering this woman on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Pockets full of pine co- uh, pine needles. No, uh, there was a post on in r slash interesting as fuck, and it was like age. Yeah uh like estimation for like kids who were yep. taken and then like yes versus yeah, next yeah. to like what they actually looked like and all i'd say mm-hmm. like all of them but maybe like one or two looked super, like close. super close yeah like i was really yeah. impressed with how good that kind of technology is did you give it an upvote scones no <laughs> oh shit hold those ones close to the chest i only upvote stuff from our listeners or lisa mattresses <laughs> Or Lisa Mattress Incorporated. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the Lady of the Dunes. Still unanswered, unsolved. We don't know. I'm very interested interested to see if this genealogical site stuff works because that's like they've caught a few people now, and that's pretty pretty freaking cool. It is, and it's close to home. Come come to Pete Town. Great place to visit if you're ever in the neighborhood. Let's just say our band may not agree with going there, though. Yeah, they've, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tell them. They're pretty horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh shout out to Sir Corny Neck uh, for the, for not only your patronage, but also for the little cluesy, cluesy woozy to find the Lady of the Doonsies. Uh, it is much appreciated. And if you have your own story that you are like, hey, I want to hear two just big dumb idiots talk about it, send it over. We'll be the biggest dumbest idiots to ever talk about it. This side of the Mississippi, baby. And that's, send it on over to uh, that's the guarantee. <laughs> that's the that's the sling and dingers guarantee. Hit us up on Twitter, mm Pod, on Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, or on our website, mondaymorningmacabre.com, where you can find our Patreon merch, etc. Uh, and <clears throat> besides, I mean, besides those things, just, uh, just avoid pine needles, uh, get a shed, get oh, a wait, horse. No, don't get a shed. It's, it's, they're expensive right now. That's true. Get half of a shed because it'll cost as much as one normal shed or invest in sheds, <laughs> get two horses, put kind of a blanket over yeah. them and you can put stuff in there. That's true. That's an age old tradition. In my family. A horse sandwich, if you will. Heck yeah. And above all, listeners. Yeah, first and foremost. Have have a good Memorial Day Monday. Boy. Boy.